Welcome to the I Am Mentally Tough podcast. On today's episode, we have Coach Shay Robinson. Coach Robinson was the former assistant coach for the Maryland women's basketball team and is now the current assistant coach for the Ole Miss women's basketball team. This is a part one of a part two series. In part one, we talk about Shay's background and past success. He shares with us what a holistic approach to basketball looks like, the impact one of the world's top mental performance coaches had on the Maryland women's basketball team, and why athletes need to focus more on the process rather than the outcome. Let's get started. Shay, what's up, baby? Welcome back to our podcast, man. This is uh, the second edition, right? With my girl, Coach G, the gangster in the building. Um, let's get right into it. Let's go. What you got for him, G? Hey, Coach Shay, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Um, I know you have a lot to share with us today, and I cannot wait to dive into it. But let's um, let's start with your background. Can you give us a brief, um, you know, um, just tell us about your background and just let us let my listeners, our listeners know who you are. Yeah. Well, hey, appreciate y'all having me on, man. It's, it's it's humbling and it's an honor to be on, to be able to share this knowledge and, you know what I mean, and learn from each other and, and keep the game growing and, and this thing about mental performance. I mean, yeah. uh, keep educating the masses about its importance. Uh, me, myself, I'm from North Carolina, uh, you know, basketball state, um, and grew up playing ball my whole life. Uh, and, you know, sometimes things go left and I had to go in the military, you know, and I did eight years in the Air Force, three tours in Afghanistan and Iraq, um, and got out and knew I still wanted to, I love teaching, but I didn't want to get locked in a classroom per se. So, um, you know, my first cousin played at NC State. We real tight. My brother played football, you know, in college. And, you know, I was just like that attraction to sport. So I just kind of pursued, you know, my degree in, um, you know, sport and fitness and my, um, Minor was coaching theory. Uh, and then I was blessed to, within that class, I was blessed to meet D. Brown, who put the former Celtic great. And, uh, you know, he was open a training facility. So I started volunteering training and that led to a full-time job. And at the same time, I was working on my master's degree. I was coaching high school. I coached men's JUCO for a year, went back to the high school and trained a facility with D. We started an AAU team. Um, and uh, Lexi Brown and Taryn Griffey and, you know, Sidney McCaskill, Shannon Cranshaw, all those girls went to play D1 ball. And, of course, Lexi is in the league right now. Um, and uh, through that, I got my first um, opportunity to coach college um, at Air Force Academy, which was intriguing given my military background. Uh, and after a couple of years at Air Force, I went to Kansas. Kansas to Maryland, um, and then made a shift to come down to Ole Miss. So that's short story, <laughs> short story, kind of like my journey, you know, but, you know, I wouldn't be here without, you know, my family. Um, I wouldn't be here without my wife holding me down that allowed me to get to this point. Uh, and I'm not going to front. It takes work. It takes grind. But, you know, I would be a fool to say, it's God, it's not God's plan. You know what I mean? Like, it, but it has to align. Like a lot of people, oh, it's God's plan. I'm gonna follow. <clears throat> yeah, you gotta you gotta work though. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but but his hands um and covering over me and stuff like that has been huge. So yeah. 
That's why I'm here awesome. now. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I love the background. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned that you coached players like Lexi Brown, um, <clears throat> and now she's currently in the league. When you find yourself watching her play, like, what are the things that that's going through your head? Like, yes, I remember her doing that move. I remember, you know, teaching her this and like, how proud of proud are you to see her hard work? That I mean, she put that's in, what got her. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's nothing more fulfilling than player success. You know what I mean? Any player that be it, they achieve their dream of being in the WNBA or being college, or if they just become get into you know, the professional environment, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? In their business career or whatever. I mean, once, once they achieve it, like that's what it's about. Because when you think about player development, you know, and, and skill instruction, it cannot be one dimensional. Mm -hmm. It has to be like this holistic approach because yeah. in between those cones, what are you actually teaching? You know what I mean? Are you just keeping it basketball mm -hmm. or you keep, are you injecting life into why you do what you do as a performance coach or as a basketball coach, like what impact are you trying to have? Right. You just trying to create the best player or <laughs> are you trying to bring life yeah. and life situations and adversities and lessons within this game? Because if not, especially when you get to college, even high school and college, because there's more exposure now. Mm -hmm. So at an earlier age. So if you get to college, like, if the emphasis is strictly basketball, I promise you, even if you get drafted, you won't have a career. If these if these staffs aren't putting this whole this this full range mm -hmm. 360 approach to basketball, it, it's it's I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to get drafted, but yeah. I've seen a lot of players get drafted and then they're home or they don't have a career yeah. the goal is to have a career doing this thing yeah and be a pro you know have a professional career mm -hmm. so there's a lot into it other than just i'm setting some cones up and putting yeah. you a drill absolutely yeah. can you um elaborate some more on that holistic approach or at 360 you were talking about so it's just not only basketball drills cones and you know bags elaborate some more on what <clears> else you as a coach teach your players or you you want to make sure that they understand i mean i think like understanding that number one it's not it's not about being perfect you know what i mean um but at the same time you want to chase a certain level of performance but it's not about being perfect you know what i'm saying um because the game it's a game right like it's, it's a game of mistakes like it's a game of response uh, it's a game of um, understanding who you are. It's a game of bounce back. Or as I say, two second rule. You know what I mean? Like, you know, something happens. Uh, you got to bounce back. You know, thousand one, thousand two. I miss a shot. Thousand one, thousand two. Don't remember the miss. Pay attention to the miss. Mm -hmm. Was it left, right? You know what I mean? Short. Because guess what? In two seconds, we can get a steal and you open again right right you know what i mean I like that um yeah uh it's a lesson of it's a lesson of approach yeah right it's a lesson of approach how do you approach this segment or this training session or this and because i care about approach approach is huge you know what i mean because without approach to this and on the court 
that same approach is necessary when you leave and you walk through the next door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That same approach is necessary when you leave us. There's, there's skill that you have to learn as an individual to create self-discipline, not external discipline, so that you can maintain once you leave. And now you're overseas on your own. Yeah. And you don't have that voice in your head, that external voice. Yes, you still have people to reach out to, but there's a lot you're going to have to navigate on your own. On your own, yep. And that takes self-discipline. You know what I mean? And coaches have to focus on how can I create self-discipline and knowledge within what I'm doing so there's information transfer so that they learn these things, these life lessons versus I'm trying to control everything. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like this drill, okay, you go here. All right, give me a crossover. Give me between the legs, give me it. And it's okay, yes. But where's the layering in life and understanding and, and, you know, that knowledge transfer and giving them those skills that they can transfer from one environment to the next. Excellent. Thank you so much, Coach Shea. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's important to understand the approach because, like, just yesterday, we had a bunch of high level athletes in the gym after our training session. They wanted to go, you know, play three on three. Okay. They go play three on three. So as I watched them, no one is boxing out. No mm-hmm. one is working on what we just finished training on because they want to win the game. So I stopped it. Hey, y'all come over here. And I asked them the same question What are y'all doing? What's the purpose of this three-on-three? Are you guys trying to win or are you trying to increase your skill set by doing exactly. what we just worked on? Mm-hmm. So the exactly. approach for them, the approach was that we were trying to win, coach. <clears throat> Don't do that. I need you to go back and, Laney, work on this jab step pump fake. Uh, Samai, work on going right hard, coming back to left, using that left hand. And then you have to box out. So now when you go out and play in the next arena, like you said, or in the next door, they understand that it all ties in from the approach of the training session to the game session. And then outside that arena into life lessons, just by when your work ethic and your discipline, because they were disciplined to add what they learned in training into the, into the pickup game. And it wasn't just about winning. It was about the approach where I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, man. I think I think one of the biggest misconceptions uh, is people understanding the process of being great, right? Like, like, like in that what you just talked about. Um, I think the thing is with that is like players look at the win as the goal. You see what I'm saying? Like, but within the win, how are we getting there? You see what I'm saying? What is that emphasis and that focus? So honestly, the win is the destination. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? The goal is to be your best in every moment that leads to the win. You know what I mean? And now the emphasis shifts from, oh, we just trying to win to this is how we want to perform based upon our approach to everything we do that controls the result. You see what I'm saying? So the win is the byproduct of my approach and my goal. And my goal is just to be my best in that moment. Be where your feet are, like you say, we hear it all the time. You know what I mean? Um, So I think sometimes coaches just, yo, we gotta win. 
You know what I mean? At all costs. Or, no, you got to finish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like those little slow, those <laughs> those little slogans that we hear all the time. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a process to that. I mean, I think there's a huge misconception of like winning and championship programs. Like, it's not about what every day saying, oh, we championship, championship. That's not what it is. Nope. You know what I mean? It's we approach everything that we do a certain way because our destination is the championship. Yeah. Our goal is in this moment, be your right. best. Right. In this next segment, be your best. Right. When you leave, be your, be best. your best. In class, front be row, be your best. You see what I'm saying? Um, and that's really what it's about. You know what I mean? Because now I know it's those steps and those layers to creating that identity and that culture that can sustain championship success. You see I, love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, um, coach, no, we didn't hear you, Coach Anderson. Um, yeah, so basically, Shay, um, what, what you were saying, and that's something I teach my athletes, the process over outcome. And um, an al- analogy that I use is GPS. So if you're going somewhere you've never been before, right, you type in that destination, and that de- destination is the championship, right? But you can't mm-hmm. get to your destination without following the route. And that the, the, the yeah. route, that, that's the process. So it's going to tell you, process. it's going to tell you, turn right, turn left you know, keep going forward, but you can't get there unless you Mm -hmm. take care of the small things until you get in the car, right? You start it and you start driving. You're not going to get to the destination right, right then and there. No, right. You got to learn and and fall in love with the process. We hear fall in love with the process a lot too. And um, a lot of athletes don't really want to because they want that instant gratification, but no, it's the process. So like you guys were saying, the kids are going into the game and the coaches are yelling, win, win, win. Well, how are we going to win? What are the core principles that you're telling your, your team, your kids every single day that you have to do? You go into the game with integrity. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we go, we, we go into the game, having each other's back. Right. So it's those small core principles that the team follows every single day, every practice, every game. And that would give them the best chance at winning the championship. Like again, we don't yeah. have we don't have full control over a championship. You know why? Because there's so many other teams out there who's busting their butts as well. So we got to take care of what we know, what we can control. And that's our attitude, mm-hmm. our effort, the mm-hmm. way we treat each other, the way we talk to our teammates, the way the coaching staff talks to the team, the way the team talks to the coaching staff. So the things that we need to realize are the things we can control and we focus and we put all of our energy towards that. So that approach mindset you're talking about, uh, Coach Robinson, um, Shay Robinson, I absolutely love. Yeah. It's the approach. Let the it's outcome the, take the, care of itself. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the approach, man. I mean, just like as you were talking, I was thinking like, when I'm listening to what you're saying and it's like, like, think about it. How many times as an athlete or as a coach, you've won a game, but it didn't feel like a win. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, so why is that? You know what I mean? Now, if you just win, 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 and there's no depth to it. Right. That means to me, that's saying it's too much control over and focus on just the result. You know what I mean? Now, if you talk about, how we win and how that's supposed to feel. Now the players will right. The players will start. You will win the game. They be like, oh man, my. I, I mean, we won the game, but I got to be better. You know yeah. what I mean? Or yeah. we have to do this because what that is to me, that's them expressing 
we have a standard. Mm-hmm. We understand what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. Now we can uphold, hold each other accountable to that standard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really take some ownership, take ownership of where we yeah. are going as a team and a program. Yeah. And that's really what you want. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, because I'm sorry, like as a, as a coach, ain't but so many timeouts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right? I mean, sometimes the coach, you look down that bench, you like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> so with, because, because like, I don't care, but like you can have talent, but if that, that process, that approach to the standard isn't there, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to sustain yeah. the, the, the no. result. You see no. what I'm saying? No. So that's really what it's about. Yeah. That's yeah. really what it's about. Okay, <clears throat> coach. So I know you've been the assistant coach for Maryland's women basketball, and you had so much success there. Can you take us through your success? Why were you guys so successful? What did you um, implement in your program? And um, yeah, just give us feedback about that program and how it all started for you and the success that you had while being an assistant coach. <clears throat> No, I mean, I was I was at Kansas and, you know, Coach B called, uh, Brenda Free, she called and, you know, gave me a tremendous opportunity. And, you know, Coach, like, my thing is, like, Coach B had that thing rolling. I mean, it's – Maryland is a beast, <laughs> you know, um, and that's all part of her vision and her focus, you know. Um, beast recruiting, you know, uh, an elite, elite culture. Um, and – you know, uh, that was a tremendous, tremendous run. And I learned so much, uh, you know, and I thank Coach B for that daily, um, you know, and I think too, like, you know, a lot of times people talk about like, what is something, you know, what is it? You know what I mean? Like what, and I, I kind of like, like Coach is a, like I said, she's a big time recruiter. I mean, she's relentless with it, right? Um, and, <clears throat> The culture is there, championships. You know, the alumni, the, the former players come back all the time and they ingrained in that program. Like the culture is 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 just second to none. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but one thing I want to talk about is when you talk about since we're talking about mental performance, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, having a mental performance coach, you know what I mean, and Stu Singer was huge. Mm-hmm. Having um Pastor Donnell, you know, um, he would come in as a character coach, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, c- consistently. So now we're shaping and molding, right? Shaping mm-hmm. and molding yep. the, the person that's playing the game, yeah. right? Um, but I think, too, one thing I want to talk about is that people don't really understand and value coach. Like coach was coach B was like a master. At, I guess you could say like a master at being efficient and precision with the program and what they were doing. You know what I mean? And I think that's so huge because we ask players to be consistent, right? We want to know what we're getting every day. Yeah. Um, being efficient, right? Get them in, get them and get them out. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's intense, you know, but I'm not occupying all this time, right? When you do that, it's all about maintaining an optimal, optimum level of performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So getting them in, being efficient, getting them out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, structure, right? What that does is it allows for mental 
and physical freshness, yep. right? <clears throat> is what I like to say. Like, you know what I mean? Because now when I leave, I can max out, I can get in, get out. Yeah. Now when I leave and I go to class, I can perform. Yeah. Now when that ball tips, I can perform because I'm mentally and physically fresh. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And and you either, one thing coach would say, you either fresh or need to be refreshed. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, dive so, into that some more. <laughs> I mean, think about like, okay, so when you look at sport, right? You look at performance, okay? So even if you look at a strength and conditioning session or basketball performance, anything you do, you're going you're gonna to ramp up, right? And then there's going to be a level where mm. your body, you know, I'm going to put you in that zone where you start to decline, yeah. right? So once you decline, then you got a recovery stage. How long is that recovery for you to get back to optimal yeah. performance? Yeah. And then sometimes we think the longer, the harder, the longer, the harder. Well, guess what? You never get your, you can't recover. Okay. And now over time, you look at that, that, that line and it's like it dips. And then it flatlines, then it dips, yes. and then it flatlines. So your players never recover, and yeah. then coaches are screaming, yelling, and I'm like, you can't maintain that optimum level of performance. Just not possible. Right. So that's why efficiency, anything right. that you do, even in the military, you, you anything great, right? When it, you talk about performance and a certain level of outcome, right? Certain product, efficiency is so crucial to maintaining success um and that was that was one of the huge things under the elite culture that was established yeah efficiency you know what i mean because think about this we talk about be where your feet are right in order for players to be good they have to be where their feet are right to be great how can i be where my feet are if i'm i'm just gone mentally fried physically fried when I go to class, I can't be there. You can't. When I come back to practice, I cannot be there. I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, might, I might, I might can lock in for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? But then after that, I'm gone. Yeah. You know, so I think that's one thing that's huge, Um, you know, to, you know, and a testament to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Coach B and, you know, in Maryland, like yeah. that success. I mean, the runs. You know, um, the players, the development is huge. Yeah. Um, and but that environment that was created and how things were done um, was huge, too. And that was a huge lesson. Yeah. Learned. You know what I mean? Um, understanding that. And uh, I mean, you know, the, the runs, the final four, you know, the championships and the conference. I mean, they still kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's that's Coach B. That's the culture. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's add in that. That was amazing. I I love that segment. So you touched about mental performance and how um, the Maryland women basketball team brought in Stu. Talk about his impact on a team. Talk about some things that he would share with your team and how that made you guys just so much better than what you were. Uh, I think, you know, Stu, Stu came in and got players to understand how to handle expectation you know what I mean and how to like almost yes you have expectation but how to handle and be balanced in that moment Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and 
a lot of that had to do with communication. It had to do with respect and understanding one another. And it had to do with not getting locked in on the destination, which was the win. You know what I mean? And it had to do with being in this moment right here because it's a game of runs, Mm -hmm. right? It's a game of runs. It's a game of momentum. And you have to be able to shift mentally, you know, and sometimes a player may be struggling. Your teammate has to see that, you know, and how do you communicate that to that player based upon the moment? You know what I mean? Um, And Stu was really huge, man, in getting us to understand, like, I remember one of the things is like, is, is breathing techniques, you know what I mean? To get you to be in the moment and limit distractions, you know, and things like that. The bigger the moment, the more pressure, right? Um, but how do you relieve that pressure? And I remember on the final four run, one of the biggest things he said and the girls locked in on it was be the mountain. You know what I mean? Understand that you are the mountain that others are having to climb. You know what I mean? And when he said that, ah, oh, like, <laughs> you know, it, it just made players realize, be who you are and be right. the best in that moment. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the other, right? The other team right. is doing, because honestly, team. honestly, it's about us. About you, yes. And us being our best in that moment. And as long as we maintain that, the result is going to take care of itself. It's yeah, not about absolutely. the opponent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So he was huge in that mental piece, man, that mental performance piece. That's huge, awesome. huge. And he was big on reflection. Awesome. You know, awesome. it's not like reflect, like produce, reflect, produce. wake up to be that 1% better yeah. the next day. It's not to perfect everything, but yeah. just a little bit better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And And that's what it was. And for my listeners, 1% of your day is 14 minutes and 24 seconds. So if you are telling yourself, I want to get 1% better every day, dedicate 14 minutes and 24 seconds to that one thing that you could do every day to get yourself mentally or physically to the place that you want to be. 1% better each and every day. I know every single one of you have 14 minutes and 24 seconds to spare and to get yourself to where you want to be. Coach David, you had a question. That means means put your cell phones down. That means stay off social media. That means take that 14 minutes to really go outside, work on something specific that we talk about in the gym. Left-hand work, right-hand work, tongue fake work, you know, things like that. But you have to dedicate that time to it. I definitely like that to work. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Make sure you tune in next week to listen to part two with Coach Shay Robinson.